My name is Michael Kane. Michael Kane. Hello. Welcome to the show. <laughs> We're sitting here today with with Peter Kroonquist on Michael Kane's radio hour. Tell me, Peter, what have you got there in your hands? I like the accent. <laughs> it's really fitting. We've got a special episode here for us today. Uh, we are going to be exploring some of Rudyard Kipling's greatest pieces of poetry. Uh, well, so we should probably... Uh, we So before we started, we were talking about uh, a complete person. A real human being. A real human being. <laughs> real human being. I don't my, know if it's that accent. I was Irish saying, my name is Michael Kine. My name... <laughs> Is Michael Kay. Hello, I'm Shelly Duvall. Hello, I'm Shelly Duvall. Hello, I'm Shelly Duvall. Hello, I'm Shelly Duvall. So the, the reason Shelley why we're Duvall. talking about Michael Kay is Michael. Why we can't say his last? I can't say his last name. American old. Shouts out to Michael Kay. He's 88. But his favorite poem is "If" by Kipling. And um, so Kipling is an interesting literary figure. He he was um, actually originally born in India, oh. but um, Henry James said that he was essentially the most um, uh, genius writer that uh, he had come across. And Henry James is a, a classic, right? Like, I mean, he. So what do you tell me a little bit about Rud, little little boy Rudyard living in India? Do you know much about his story? Um, not much. I know he was born there though, like when it was under uh, British, British rule. Yeah, and then uh, he moved to uh, England, um, but he just literally started cranking out um, poems and short stories. And what's some of his famous work? Because I know his name. What What are some of the things that we would know if you were to say? Rudyard Kipling. It's my, Michael Caine's favorite. Well, if the poem "If" was um, the um, that's the one that I knew him knew him by because I've I've known about the poem "If" for a long time. Wow. Um, and and so this came up when I said when I said I want to talk about what a real human being is, what a real person is. Well, you said you you use the word complete person mm. or a complete human. And uh, this poem, if, um, is essentially uh, his idea of uh, a whole human being. Ooh. So I thought it would be relevant to oh, yeah. uh, to start with with this poem, um, which I'll go ahead and read. Hit it. So this is "If" um, by Kipling, and he says, "If you can keep your head when all." about you are losing theirs and blaming it on you if you can trust yourself when all men doubt you but make allowance for their doubting too if you can wait and not be tired by waiting or being lied about don't deal in lies or being hated don't give way to hating and yet don't look too good nor walk too wise if you can dream and not make dreams your master if you can think and not make thoughts your aim if you can meet with triumph and disaster and treat those two impostors just the same. If you can bear to hear the truth you've spoken, twisted by knaves, to make a trap for fools, 
or watch the things you gave your life to broken and stoop and build them with worn-out tools. If you can make one heap of all your winnings and risk it on one turn of pitch and toss and lose and start again at your beginnings and never breathe a word about your loss. If you can force your heart and nerve sinew to serve your turn long after they are gone and so hold on when there is nothing in you except the will which says to them, hold on. If you can talk with crowds and keep your virtue or walk with kings nor lose the common touch, if neither foes nor loving friends can hurt you, if all men count with you, but none too much, if you can fill the unforgiving minute with sixty seconds worth of distance run, yours is the earth and everything that's in it, and, which is more, you'll be a man, my son. Wow. Loaded, loaded poem. Oh, yeah. Yeah. But it's, uh, I mean, it's... It's my ideal, and it really is in complete alignment with the stuff that we've been talking about. Um, for a while, the two parts that I like the most um, are when he says, if you can meet with triumph and disaster and treat those two imposters just the same. I love that line. And then I like the, the other line that says, if you can make one heap of all your winnings and risk it on one turn of pitch and toss and lose and start again at your beginnings and never breathe a word about your loss. <laughs> that one's excellent. See? Um, I, like the first, I like the first one because it's, it's that living in that balanced state of recognizing that there is no good or bad that our perspective makes it so. And so it's honoring that middle way. And then the one you just read, I really like because I think every day could be that. I think every day could be that. You could like, there's, yeah. But then at the end he says, you'll be a man, my son. And at the time this is written, but for me it's, you'll be a, a person. You'll be a, a real person, a real human being. A complete human being. Yeah, there's a lot there. Yeah. So for anybody listening, it's If by um, Kipling. Rudyard. Yep. And um, this is one that I've had, I've had with me for a while. Um, but I was listening to something um, from... Uh, uh, I don't know how I found this. It was on YouTube or something, and Michael Caine showed up, and um, he started talking about this poem. And then uh, I read it a few times after he had uh, recited it, but it was a poem that his dad had given to him, I guess, and said, "This is essentially um, what it what it is to be a a real person." It sounds like a life well lived in a space of non-attachment. 100%. 100%. The ideal. The ult- the ultimate ideal. Yeah. yeah. To be present for what is and, and, and play the game. Yep. So so what does, it, what does it mean for you when you think about... So we... 
We had a we had a great discussion outside of the pizza joint. Yep. And uh, I'd like to bring that into it because that's what made me thinking about it. Okay. Made me start thinking about it is the situation that you're in and what you're where where you feel you want to be moving towards. And I and and I I gave you I said can I give you my perspective? Yeah. And, and I said I think one of the things that that I think would be what seems to be occurring is there's this voice that you have in when in you an expressive part of yourself that that wants to breathe itself into the environment. Yeah. And the environments that you're currently in do not facilitate that. Right. Right. It's well it, it it's like um it's a there's a creative uh clogging. There's like a a clog of the creativity it's sort of like feeling there's a sort of like my my foot's in this like mousetrap or something like the the toe of my foot is like caught in this mousetrap and it's just it's just a little annoying little mousetrap but i can't get my foot out of it right right it's like you're yeah you're like trapped i'm not in a bear trap you know what i mean (laughs) (laughs) but you don't have full you don't have so this don't have full movement of the of your system so to say that you that you the potential of your system yeah right yeah and just with um which is trippy because we this is ideal talk this is vision talk this is you know how do we begin the process of of untangling that trap that we're in Right. Right. Yeah. And that so that's where it, that's where it is in that um in the business uh, area of my life. Yeah. Uh everything else is okay, but you know, it, if I look at a day uh Monday through Friday for instance, or not even that. I don't even really have to cut it off, but if I look at just one day, which is every day, um the how i'm living in my life isn't um in alignment with how i'd like to be living in my life so how i'm experiencing my life there are parts of it that are out of alignment with how i'd like to be living and so the strife and the anxiety or the discomfort comes because of my internal idea about what i'm experiencing in my day it's like, oh, here we like this isn't really what I want to do. This is not really what how I want to be living. Now, I'm I'm okay with it either. Like I'm I, I still go to sleep every night and I'm still like, you know what I mean? I'm still but well, it's like the way I best I can describe it, it's like a pressure cooker. It's like you're going to continue cuz yeah, it'll continue right. something has to change, right? right? And y- yeah. and this whole we're always about the internal change the internal the external acclimates but there's this this seems like something it's almost like something is pulling you to act or do something that's the only way that's the only way that it changes is through the action that's the only way that it that it can change through the the doingness of it yeah because there's well i mean it's 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 almost like it's you're getting squeezed like like you're be, you're like the prison the prison itself or the 
mousetrap or whatever you're in is gonna is like clenching itself slower and slower around you, right? Yeah, the, the way that I look at it is I'm 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 squeezing myself because I'm um not I don't know if it's if it's a matter of readiness, but I'm I'm not for whatever reason I'm not grabbing I'm not taking the mousetrap off my foot. I'm not doing anything. I'm just, there's just a mousetrap there. And I'm just looking at it going, I don't have to do this anymore. But that mousetrap's been on my foot for so long. I'm not sure if I want to take it off. <laughs> wow. So I'm, I'm, I'm aware, man, that like it's the, uh, the, the I'm the one that's doing it. The next piece of the, and we talked about this a f- couple, few months ago, that there's this buildup, there's this buildup process that takes place where there, then there can be action. I mean, you think about your story, or like I look at my story, and, um, I mean, I wasn't, I wasn't ready to do certain things until I had gone to a certain point internally until I could do those things. Yeah. Well, but but I'm also thinking about um, the episode from last week, which was a lot about me coming to terms with taking action again. Right. And the the change that it caused in my experience. And... Well... I guess I guess that there's like I, I I think that the more you you learn about yourself and the more you learn about how you interact with reality or make friend with it or or harmonize or come into like you said is a great word alignment and when recognizing when you're out of alignment and then you know doing the practices you you get better and like where it doesn't have to get the the pot doesn't have to boil over like it doesn't have to but i do get what you're saying also where to incite action there is a level of pressure that has to occur to some extent yeah i look i i'm still i still require um a good bit of pressure to to make a move um in in certain areas of my life that that's pretty evident <laughs> and I'm, I've always just ripped it when I've had ideas or thoughts of th- like I'm a runner and I'm an attacker. Yeah. So I don't want the pressure. Like I just want to ma- do the thing, make a decision, and then deal with it, and then I get fucked. Yeah, exactly. So I'm, I'm more of the, I'm more of the, I've always been, uh, and this, is my, this is kind of odd to say, but I've always been, uh, sort of a sabotager, I guess. Where like, um, I can, I've always been able to take a lot, like take a lot of internal, uh, pain. It's just, it just pain and pain and pain. <laughs> you can take the shit. More pain and like, yeah. I mean, I, even with my, uh, like physical pain threshold is ridiculous. Mm-hmm. Like the, you will very rarely like see me crying if I like get hurt right i just 
I'm I'm like wooden. It's like <laughs> it's like you're like hitting a like a you know you're just hitting like a leg like a peg leg or something. There's no, there's nothing there's nothing there. So and that's the same way it is for me internally with certain things. So right. even when it came to um, so I mean we can talk about sobriety as a great example of that. And uh, the stuff I went through, the self, I, the stuff I self-imposed when it came to my relationship with alcohol, I mean, it was a lot. It was over and over and over and over again, right? The same pain, pain. It, and it ain't working. Right. It, it's not working. But I'm not going to, I'm not going to quit. I'm not going to. And that's been my biggest, one of my biggest hindrances in my life at, at times. It's also been a massive positive. But in this situation, I don't like quitting. I, I don't like leaving it. Uh, I don't like leaving it, walking away from something. I don't like running from something. But in this instance of of my my work <laughs> experience uh-huh. it's very clear that it's coming into that place of leaving it <laughs> right? yeah like like leaving it but i'm trying to convey this point that and it's tough to put this into words but in internally it's like no, you ain't gonna, you're not going to quit on this. Like you're going to go th- you're going to keep going through this this crap. There's something interesting about the power of sharing and and just getting out where you're at. And I I sent you a uh I sent you a an audio message maybe like 2 weeks ago and I was just like I'm fucking done, dude. I'm not going to live in this house anymore where I was staying. I was like, I'm fucking out, dude. Fuck this place. Fuck these people. I'm done. It was great. God, it felt it felt really good. And yeah. and um <laughs> <laughs> and I still have that message. Dude, it's a good one, dude. I was just like, I'm fuck I'm today's my last day. I'm staying at my parents for a month. Fuck this place. I'm <laughs> out. Like, it's <laughs> <was> done. <laughs> and uh it's so interesting. It's like you know, I don't know what's supposed to happen or how it's supposed to happen, but like, I feel that way. When I let it out, it, it dissipated, and I'm able to look at it a little more f- with a little more clarity. Right. Right. And that that was um, having the chat today after after yoga practice. I mean, that was helpful. Just being able to like share with someone. I don't like this, dude. Yeah. I just don't like this. I don't like I don't like how um I don't like that I um am having difficulty in making a move and I don't like the circumstances and conditions that I'm experiencing. I just don't I don't like that when it comes to comes to uh work. The and the funny funny part about it is that like every other department of my life is a okay. It's like, but look at th- but look at this part of your life. It takes up sixty hours. That's what I'm saying. Eighty hours. It's a huge chunk. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. 
it's yeah. a it's a big it's a big piece but the other stuff the other the other things that that I participate in are it's cool there's no yeah. there isn't there isn't any um I don't have I mean and the thing that I don't want to say fuck me but the thing that comes to mind and I don't know if we've talked about this I think we have but when Hunter S. Thompson wrote that letter to his friend and I think I've shared it with you but when he wrote that letter to his friend saying that you have to find a lifestyle like you have to find a way of living and then have your career meld with how you live solid really really a big deal for me so what does that look like because i've read that letter it's the shit it's great it's a great 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 piece of writing and it's it's and i know it's great because it goes against the grain of what everybody else is saying to do like so it's been it's been what is it june yeah it's been six almost six months since we did the vision board yeah and that that thing that thing is is that's what's happening that's what's happening it's it's and i said this i said this when we did it i said there will come a time and place where this will want to want to happen I don't know when that will be, but it will. It will move into that, and that's what see. That's where the friction. Ha- that's where the friction comes. What do you mean? Like that's what's occurring now? Like you're experiencing yeah, the friction because something- it's going to happen. It's going to happen, and that and the, that thing that's a change. So that that is a change of how the the daily game goes. There's a there's a shift in how the how the daily game is played because of that. The thing that troubles me and I is I don't like I don't know like it's I feel like it's been a long time and nothing's really happened. Well, I, I feel like six months is a long time. Yeah, I mean, and then how can I know? Like I, I got I'm looking at it on my on my phone. I've got it on my background on my phone, and I'm just I can like, feel it. I just feel it. It's moving into this place where I, I'm going to, I'm going to be all in with my life, like all in with my life. And I don't, what I mean by being all in is, uh, that it is fully going to be my responsibility to put food in my stomach. <laughs> right like <laughs> not having to rely on someone to cut me a check every two weeks and right like that's the biggest the biggest difference I think how I feel towards it so I'm I'm at the I'm at so I've been experiencing some doubt some some 
just thoughts coming into my mind, just kind of fear, right? Because I, I, now that we're talking about it, if I'm being honest about it, it, I feel the same thing. I'm, I'm in the same spot. Like, within a week or two, we're, I'm not developing software anymore. I'm selling software. And we're testing it and we're running it. And it's real. And I've been, I've been on this thing for years, right? And it's like, now it's, it's like, I just, I'm, I'm, I'm freaked out because there's so much money invested. There's so much time invested. And I really, if I'm saying it, I don't want to let anyone who's believed in me up until now down. That's really what it is. I just don't want to let down the people that have believed in what I've been trying to do. Yeah, and intellectually, you know that that's not possible. What do you mean? Well, it's not possible to let them down. It's not possible. No, that can't happen. You can't let anybody down. They'll they'll let themselves down. Huh. Like, yeah, I mean, I don't want to, I'm not trying to throw a wrench in the gears here, but what I'm. No, 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 you're hitting me with the truth. But what I'm what I'm saying, <laughs> I was going to whip out Stephen Pressfield and, and read some shit about how. But no, that's you're, that's what it is. But what I'm what I'm saying is, is that you're going to do the best you can with what you have. You're going to you're going to you're going to make that transition into the sales as best you possibly can. Yeah, because one, you're vested in the deal. You've committed a lot of time and energy. You've had a lot of input with this whole thing. And. Um, the people that are involved are the, they're the only ones that can be let down. They 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 themselves can be let down, but you you can't do that for them. Yeah, I know what you're saying. That that's not that's not really the way any of that that works. So, like for instance, in my job, right? Like my boss comes to me and it says, "Well, you haven't met your quota this this month, or." this quarter okay i i didn't do it um you let the team down you let me down no i didn't (laughs) (laughs) you let yourself down because you had an expectation that i didn't meet wow that letting downness is based on the individual's expectation of something going the way they want it to go. So if we inverse it, what I'm really afraid of is is it, what I really have is a bunch of expectations and letting myself down. Yes. Yeah, that's really what it is. Yeah. I mean, I had to. I looked at. Yeah. I was looking at it this week, and I realized like the the reason I'm able to live the way I've, I've I'm living right now is the I I was leading with my with. The way I carried myself was an with was expectation and an imaginative, or imaginative orientation. The way I attracted the people that ended up being around me was based on what, what this could look like. You know, I, I sold the dream when I was 
getting the, the people to work with me when I found the investors. I was selling a dream. I, I was selling a Instagram, Twitter, next Snapchat style of dream. And so people were willing to throw in on that. Yes. And as we're approaching, and like that's still kind of part of my, like I got to ground myself and realize like the whoever that was that was doing that is 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 gone. And I'm literally trying to play it today. I'm playing. I'm trying to play and see how I can serve the idea for what it is, rather than what I was selling it to get it to where it is today. It's yes. a sh- it's a hard shift. It's a hard break almost. Yeah, it's also really exciting because there's going to be. I mean, there's going to be a lot of things that you can probably look at in doing that, and um, you know, like we've talked about before, coming from a place of internal motivation and being passionate about what I'm doing um, and then giving it uh, giving it a go it's cool to hear this because it's I mean it's I know you've talked about you've talked about it for a while and at when you first introduced it to me I was just I could see that everything was still in a place of development and sort of getting the bugs you know worked out and getting the foundation laid and maybe pitching it to a few potential prospects, you know, but pretty, it wasn't full on pitched. It was just, this is what we're doing. And in my mind, I was going, well, at some point, the rubber is going to meet the road here with this. <laughs> and then when the rubber meets the road, that's, that's when it, that's when it has to not sink or swim, but it has to gain some, it has to get some, gain some traction. Yeah. It has to keep going and keep going and keep going and keep going. It's got to build its sea legs, and I don't know what those legs are going to look like. We, and I don't think you have to. I don't think you have to know. I, th- I think the cool part is that once the once it gets locked and loaded, then it's just going to be a matter of pitching it or sharing sharing it with a bunch of people. It's wild. It's so wild how that's cool though. Well, this this work that we've been doing has been so helpful because, you know, it it used to be. Like I would encounter this doubt and my same as you today. My always thought is I'm running. Fuck everything. I'm out. I just want to run back to whoever I was with, whatever I was doing somewhere safe and secure where I don't have to worry. Yeah. And that's, and that is my form of self-sabotage. It it like shows up in that way. And what's interesting about that is that you and I are like opposite. Yeah. When it comes to that. So, but it's, it comes from the same place. Yeah, it does. So I'm like, I'm the guy that just stays. I, I'm i like, the fucking building is burning. It is going down. It's obvious. And I'm there like, I'm staying. <laughs> I'm going to, I'm going to stay in this thing. Yeah. Until there's nothing left. Uh-huh. Like, like I'm going to. And and that was and that was like for me when it came with uh with my sobriety. Yeah. That was the same thing. Like I'm just gonna stay and stay and stay and stay and there's nothing left. And then all of a sudden when there's nothing left, I need help. I can't do this anymore. Right? Like everything everything had to be def- has to be def- had to be deflated. Now, the cool thing is that I'm having this conversation with you now and i'm still employed so i'm 
right? Like I'm still doing the deal. I'm still producing. I'm still contributing. I don't feel good about it. I don't, but I'm, I'm, I'm staying, I'm do. I'm still being a, a contributor rather than a, like a sucker of life rather than a, right, right, right. Like I'm going to take this ship to the fucking, you know, woodshed. Like I'm still, I'm still waking up and like doing the best I can to contribute, doing the best I can to. It's keep. almost it's almost as if your standard has raised. Though. Well, it's the it's a matter of principle, because I'm still aware that you you it doesn't have to get to the dumpster fire that was your life with alcoholism because your sensitivities and your own standard of your ethical and moral responsibility has been raised. And my awareness of but my awareness of how it of how it how it plays out has has dramatically increased right where i i don't have to go the distance with the house burning down what i'm saying is is that right now the basement's on fire the <laughs> the, the ground floor's on fire and the top floor is still there it hasn't quite caught yet. And I'm looking at leaving the burning house. What I'm saying is that... <laughs> That's a good analogy. I know it's going down, right? Like I can I, see you sitting in that back corner, just like hunkered down, just like, I'm ready. Like, it can get I'm all the way to this very back corner. Yeah. <laughs> what used to... Well, There's I used a window over here. Exactly. I can just sneak out over here through this little Eventually, corridor when right? it's like, bad enough. Yeah. Right. Exactly. <laughs> but but now, but now there's now I'm looking at it going. Okay. I can see this is this is what it is for me, and this is this is how it how it looks to be trending. <laughs> Full blown Armageddon in the in the facility. <laughs> yeah. I don't have to hang around it anymore. I can do something else. Um, and the coolest part, the coolest part about all of this is that no matter what, I'm going to be A-OK. Whether I make a move or I don't make a move, I'm going to be A-OK. You know, I was talking to a guy about this, um, an older guy, um, last week. And I was... remembering some of the really challenging times in my life the really challenging times like i remember going from riches to rags that was my st- i mean riches to rags being at a publix when i first moved to atlanta and not being able to rub two quarters together to get a snickers bar right yeah like i remember that feeling how that felt like to not be able to afford a Snickers bar um, while living in a $2,200 a month apartment. <laughs> Strong example of unmanageability. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I remember the internal feeling of that. And there was always this little thing in me, this voice in me that said, you know what, just keep going. It's going to be okay. You're going to be okay. You're going to be okay. It's going to work out. You're going to be okay. It was this optimistic intuition. It's going to be okay. You're going to be all right. You might not be able to buy the Snickers bar today, but you're going to be okay. And that's the, 
I still have that voice today, but when I think back about how I experienced my life then to where I'm experiencing my life now, I'm thinking I was not in a place at that time where I had any skills to be able to even be thinking about starting my own business. I wasn't in a place where I was uh, even capable of uh, creating a business. Like even like from the beginning, like what would I do? I don't know. I I wouldn't have any idea. How to, you you come to me at that time and say, hey, Pete, like what would your business look like? No clue. You come to me at that time and you say, hey, Pete, how would you like to live? How would you like to live one day, one day for every day? If you could drop, I couldn't tell you. I don't know. I have no clue. Fast forward six years and here we are. Mm. And I have a clear, a clearer picture of how I'd like to live. I have a clearer picture of how I'd like to be in business for myself. I have a clearer picture of the skills required that I've, I've developed and worked for for the last five or six years to be able to do that. So there's like, there's so much banked experience and banked value that's there. Even the, and, and the, the external situation of my life is completely different. I'm glad you I'm glad you're sharing this because I forget that too. I forget I I forget the time it's taken to get here and all the other stuff that we had to go through. Well to to be this which is me. Yeah. To to be this today versus what I what what I was being back then. Yeah. And the and that road traveled. So looking at it was it was fascinating because I'm I'm thinking to myself Dude, you didn't have a checking account. You didn't really have a real job. You were selling suits at a department store. I mean, I shouldn't say it's not a real job, but you know what I'm saying. Like the I'm, realest job you'll ever have. I'm working I mean, you're part. You're gonna know you're there. I'm working <laughs> part, but I'm working part time. I can't even get full time. Yeah. Because I have to sell a certain amount of suits to be able to get full time. Uh huh. And you couldn't do that at Dillard's at the time because nobody bought suits. It's just real out there, dude. Yeah, nobody was buying four or five hundred dollar suits. They're all going to Jose Bank and getting the the three for for three hundred or whatever. Oh man! Every time you mention that job, I go, I don't know how you did it. Yeah, but I did that thing for a year, working part time there. But I'm thinking about this stuff now. Going. Wow. Like, you were you were okay then. You were okay then, and you're going to be okay now, and you've been okay ever ever since that whole thing has has started. So when it comes to ideals, and it comes to, so I, I want to know where you stand on on stretching. So like, where do you how? So my what has come to my awareness is my 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 there's a part like commitment. And this has happened a few times. Even today, we're chilling before the podcast. We're just talking, having a good time. I'm like, I'm cool with not doing the podcast. I want to take the week off, right? I'm like, we can just not do it. Right. And this always shows up for me. Like, I've never done something as consecutive as we have done anything creatively like this, where it's been like that. And it's same with the stuff I've been doing on my own for my own shows, but leading up to the Thursday show is... I'm committing to doing this creative work every morning, regardless of how I think or feel. So there's a part of me that that doesn't know how to, if I, it's like, to commit, the commitment piece and saying this is what I'm doing now, right, and sticking with that, right. 
And for me, that's that's stretching me. It's 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 it's. So I wanted to ask you: Is like, where where do you think some level of exercise comes into play for your development into realizing the ideal? Is there something like that? Is there something that does that make sense? Putting oneself in a position to well, yeah. What I'm experiencing right now is a stretch. That's it's the same. It's the same thing. So it's, but it's, it's, uh, rather than watching everybody dance at prom, which I didn't go to, but I'm, I'm theorizing. (laughs) You've seen not another team movie. Yeah. I've seen that movie for sure. American pie. Did they do prom in American pie? I think they did. Yeah. Okay. They did. There were dances in American pie though. And all of them really. 16 candles. Was that American? Was that prom? My sister went to prom, so I got to kind of go through that with her. But do you feel like you missed it? I don't. I could care less about it. Yeah, you didn't miss anything. No. I, I was, had a great time at prom, though. I was probably <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> no, you I know you didn't miss anything. Most, I had a great time. Most, <laughs> most people did. Yeah. I wouldn't. I I probably wouldn't have made it through the night at prom. Especially. <laughs> 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 Especially if there were like extracurricular oh, like, yeah. like things involved, I would have, I would have gone. I would have Houdinied. That was notorious for doing that. Just I would leave the scene. <laughs> Everyone's having a good time. Where's Pete? Nobody. Would, all my buddies would be like, "Where do you go again? <laughs> Where did you go?" And then I'd show up somewhere like two weeks later, and they'd be like, "Dude, we've been trying to call you for like two weeks. Where you been?" I'm like, "Reading. I've been. I've been, ar- I've been around." <laughs> <laughs> I've been, I've been, I've been here. I just wasn't around you. Like I know, but you didn't even answer any of your text messages. I know because I didn't look at my phone for like two weeks. <laughs> what were you doing? I would just go off into these. I would practice golf. I mean, I was always hanging out at the golf club, um, and I was always reading. I was always reading something too. Like always reading something. Um, it was just yeah. I was notorious for van for vanishing (laughs) so that's probably what my prom experience would have been like i would have been like fuck this i'm out of here yeah um but the uh analogy with prom though is like or at, at the dance uh you know hanging around the the punch table or whatever watching everybody else dance and that's the way i feel with uh my work situation is because i i see like i mean i put you in that category but i see um people that i look up to and admire um i see them out on the floor dancing and i'm still holding on to this like safe like nine to five deal you know i'm I'm like i'm not on the dance i'm not on the dance floor i'm on i'm on the the chair watching everybody else live the way i'd like to live right and so I'm not participating in the life that I'd like to live. And so that's the stretching piece for me. That's the, that's, I mean, I've got a couple of buddies that, um, they're like, dude, you got to do this. Like, this is a fucking no brainer for you. You got to like, you know, they're telling me what I need, what I should do. And I'm like, I know I can feel it, but like, I'm not I, like, there's something in me that's just holding me back right now. It's, it's not, hasn't reached the top floor yet. The top floor is not on fire yet. Right. <laughs> so it's just not. 
I'm not ready to make that jump, but it's getting there. It's moving, and it's been moving there since we did the vision board for sure. But that moment where I calmly uh, and um, just really firmly make a declaration and make a decision about what I'm going to do next, like where I'm going to go and what I'm going to do, that's the stretching piece. That's always the stretch. And there's so many different points of stretch in life. There's the stretch in relationships. There's the stretch in uh, athletics. There's, I mean, you know, from training, right? Like there's, it's that, that moment where uh, I reach the threshold and then I'm just, I just make that one extra move or I make that one extra, that one extra rep or that one extra, like that, that, and then all of a sudden, that one that one move opens up this whole new range for me. It opens up this whole new dimension of 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 life. I mean, you probably lifted a lot of weights playing football, but you like you remember those like when you um when you'd have max days. Yeah. Like you'd go into the gym and you'd have a max day. Yeah. And then um you know, you'd train your rear end off for a while, and then you go in and have another max day and you feel that weight on you and you know you got it but you didn't have it 2 months ago yeah that's th- like that that's the stretch that's that that extra gear that extra that extra move and then that one extra weight opens up a whole new uh ability to train right it's like uh even in yoga too i mean yoga is a yeah yoga is a great example you're you're physically stretching but like i remember even in my yoga practice where i couldn't move into certain postures and i pushed through that i pushed through those limitations through the practice that ended up moving me into a different place and then all of a sudden i can i can move into that posture and that opens up a whole new range of postures that I can access. It's the same thing with work. Like once I, every every move I've made career-wise, and I've said this before, but I mean, I haven't fucking worked that long. I mean, I've only worked for like six years or like five years, like on paper. So my experience is, is limited, but every move that I've made professionally or career-wise, it's always opened up a new a new uh, dimension of of my life a new dimension of experience every one mm. so you know you get fight i get fired or whatever and then even even that's a stretch because i've got to go out and look for look for something to do and mm-hmm. i have to put myself out there and put myself out there and put myself out there and interview and do all of that well it goes back to the poem from the beginning even in failure even in success it's utilized uh you don't carry it with you you just go you keep going you just go yeah keep moving and keep living and so that's the that's the stretch that's the stretch piece. and that's the way that i look at it i look at that the same way for meditation i look at it the same way for you know my physical body i look at it the same way for um relationships and family and friendships there's always those those things and I will say this too is that in all of those areas, my level of gratitude and empathy is dramatically increased. Like, that's one thing. 
it's allowed me to look at people and understand people and like recognize the situation. I mean, I have no malice towards my current employment, my employment situation. I'm not angry at the company. No, but that's, this is why it's so fascinating to me is, is taking the temperature on where you're at because it's, it's been, it's, it's been rising over the last few weeks. Like it's, yes, it was, it was, it did, it hasn't dissipated. And like, I, you would think, and my dad has mentioned this. Who he loves the show, by the way. Oh, cool! And he and he'll say, and he'll he'll he'll. It's it's one of those things where I'm listening and I'm thinking and I'm going. Also, I don't know if my inner work is going to be the thing. Like it's like. Like, at at a certain point. When. I don't know how to I don't know how to I don't know how to phrase this in the right way. It's 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 a weird thing because on one hand actually yeah, no. I I want to I want to think that the inner work is going to allow things to occur the way they're meant to. But I'm also aware that the that the effect of the environment on me is going to facilitate movement eventually. But what that mo- movement looks like is different today than it's always been. Okay. Perfect case in point. Had I, had I not um, embraced this way of life, had I not done any of this, I would be sacked from my current place of employment. There's no doubt about that. Right? Like, that. so, that experience would be gone. I would have been terminated from the job because I would have said something. I would have certainly done something that would have been not okay with who's stroking me my check. Right, right. You So, so you would have done, you would have acted out in a way that would have been harmful to your position. Yeah, a hundred percent. It wouldn't. It wouldn't have allowed me to even look at this. It wouldn't have allowed I me to like even uh, th- like have the idea of becoming an entrepreneur. It just wouldn't, it, because I would have gotten sacked, and then the cycle would repeat itself, where somebody would pick me up, and then I'd do the same fucking thing over and over and over and over again. Hmm. Right. Because, um, that's a that's a guarantee. Like that's a that is a complete guarantee. So the inner work, the inner, the internal stuff that we've talked about and the internal stuff that I, of course, practice, that makes it possible for me to recognize that the house is on fire. I never was able to recognize the house was on fire until after it was burned down. Wow. Okay. That, that clears it up. That makes sense. So it, it it keeps it keeps my eyes clear and it keeps me developing internally so that i can see i can see things for maybe more of what they are rather than what i think they are it keeps the the craziness out of it and it it makes it more of a a real thing and when it's real and i can see something clearly then i can make an adaptation then i can make a move and it still allows me to maintain some semblance of like inner peace and serenity like i'm i'm okay 
so I don't have to I don't have to expedite the burning building. I don't have to set I don't have to walk like somehow find a, a way into the upper floor and then bring a fucking, you know, sack of kerosene and then light the thing on fire. Yeah. I can just let it do what it's going to do. Yeah. And and move on and move on from there. That that to me is sort of the blend. So there's always this there's always this ebb and flow when it comes to what's going on in me and what's happening out here. And I can either see it for more for, I can either see it more as an observer or like we've talked about before or as a victim. Yeah, like, yeah. I can see it as a participant. I'm participating, which is my ownership in my own life, or I can see it as they're doing this to me. I guess, I, I guess what I'm really trying to figure out is is what it looks like for me to actively engage in the creative process, to actively engage. Like, because I have a tendency to... Stillness is the tough thing for me, and it's what I've been learning how to do, but since I've put the since I've decided to get the wheels turning again, yep. With with this new way of living and new way of um, understanding and, and and witnessing myself, it's it's been it's just been an interesting. I'm trying to f- I've been trying to figure out like what that looks like for me today, given my na- my um, my tendency my wiring to be a, g- a go guy, while also honoring this work at the same time so the one thing the one thing that's was made really clear to me a while ago is that i don't have any option in the creative on whether i create or i don't create i'm always creating something Everything's always creating something. Everything. Anything that breathes, anything that lives is always creating something. So I look at that avocado tree, right? I look at that thing every day. I mean, I water it every day. I take care of it every day. That avocado tree looks way, way different than it did six months ago. Way, way different. It's got way more leaves or branches. It's way taller. The the trunk is a lot sturdier. That's a completely organic, creative thing. And as we speak right now, it's still doing something. It's always doing something. I don't see it, but it's always doing something. And it's the same thing with me. I'm always creating something. I'm always growing something. There's no choice in that. There is no, I have no choice in that. It's just part of being a human being. It's part of breathing air. So the creative, this idea of creativity is um, the thing that I'm interested in. If that's true, which I believe it to be, and each person can talk, you know, you can look at it however you want. But if that's actually true, I'm interested in creating that um, for me. So that's that's where I'm like, how rather than 
happenstance. So where where do you separate the will to do from the the growth that is occurring? Because like for me, like the way I'm visualizing it in my head in the mornings when I wake up three hours before I'm supposed to be anywhere for the day, I wake up three hours before. That's like me watering the plant of me. Right. Yeah. Um. No, but see, you're doing it though. That's the thing. Like, you're actually you're doing it as evidence of the content that you create, as evidenced by the actions that you're taking. You yeah, are, yeah, and that's but that's why I wanted to ask about it for you. Is like, well, if you were, if you're, if we got Peter. We got the vision board. Yeah. We got the creative way of living you'd like. Is there anything that you're doing to water the growth? Yeah, I'm looking at it. Like I'm, I've already done, I've already done the, the framework stuff. Right. I, I have my website. I've got, my LLC listed. I was talking to you today about financing. That's a piece. Slowly but surely. <laughs> Slowly but surely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so... It's interesting to me because we have such different approaches. Yeah, what it looks like to... And I'm, I've am i always been a slow burn for things. I was I was a late bloomer in my life. I I... I'm, I mean, I've just, I've always been in life. I've always been slow. Yeah. When it comes to, when it comes to things. Um, that plant right there, I'm not exactly sure which one that is. I'm not sure what it is, but it's supposed to get really long and like drapey. I only have to water that plant once every 10 days. Looks like it could go for a little more water. <laughs> Apparently it looks not. super sad or sunlight or something. No, it's supposed to do that. So those leaves. Really? Yeah, those leaves. Those leaves will, or those, um, that plant will drape down. It goes down. It, it's Just sa- the whole story behind that plant is it makes it even sadder. <laughs> she's still going, though. I, I mean, it looks like she's on her last leg. She's still going good. Everything's still once, green. Once every 10 days? Yeah, that's what I'm supposed to do. But I'm, it's it's a soaking. I think it needs more water. <laughs> I'm supposed to soak it. <laughs> I asked her. I asked. I asked the person at the store that I yeah. bought it. I was like, "How do I take care of this?" And she said, "Look, you don't have to water it much. You just have to soak it every ten days, and then you put it in the sink and you let the water drain out, and then you put it back in its in its thing, and it it'll it'll grow." Huh. So, my, but my point is, is that there's the avocado tree and there's that plant, and um. Both are watered at different times, but they're doing the same thing. Ooh. They're both doing the exact same thing. Yeah. And so what it looks like for me will always be different in comparison to how it looks for someone else. The thing that I've learned is that about myself is that it just in these games of life, it's always taken me a little bit longer to catch my footing and to get to get solid with what it is that I'm doing. Right. And it it's always uh 
it's it comes from an internal place where it has to get organized and it has to get it has to get worked out to where everything sort of like shakes and shifts around to where it gets into alignment. And I'm aware of that and I'm okay with that. Um, it's just the sometimes the world, uh, the external world doesn't um, match up with that timing. So it goes back to the Jim Rohn quote of, uh, you know, work full-time on your living and part-time on your future or your fortune. Yeah. So that's, and that's the way that I've looked at it is that I'm going to keep doing the things that I can do to, to keep, to keep living and then start to put pieces in play, which I've done over the last year or so now of, of how it is I'd really like to live. And at some point, like you might be experiencing with your venture at some point for me, the rubber is going to meet the road. And that's, that's when it's, that's when the stretch occurs and that's when it goes. That's when it's, let's take a crack at this. The tricky part is not taking that part, not taking that seriously. Right, right. It's, it's being like seeing it with clarity and seeing it with some perspective. Yeah. Seeing Rather it than like, oh, my life is fucking over. Yeah, it's not, it's not. <laughs> yeah. Th- all of this is just a fun shadow light, light show play to, to, to be in, yeah. to be involved in. And again, to touch on the, the evidence of my life is that, I mean, I, I have, uh, experience working a menial job that I could survive. Yeah. It's not what I wanted to do, but it's, um, what I had to do, you know, in order to keep, keep going or, or get started even and trying to play life, trying, trying to make an attempt at, at, at living a life and developing some skills. And a lot of humility came from that. And a lot of humility comes from even the stuff that we're talking about now. Like, you know, I'm not all that in a bag of chips. It just, it comes full circle for me when I think of Hunter S. Thompson and I think about the lifestyle and I think about what I, how would I like to live one day every day? That's so, so good. And that's the, that, that to me in, um, in, in conjunction with what uh, Kipling was talking about is that's the ideal life. That is the ideal life. And I'm, a lot of the work that I've done over the years has been that question that Hunter S. Thompson posed to his friend, how would you like to live? How would you like to live in life? Yeah. So if you could, if you could, if you ask me the question, how would I like to spend a day? Man, I see, uh, I see a lot in a day. Like I see a little bit of golf in there. Like I see a little bit of teaching in there. I see a little bit of service in there. I see a little bit of, uh, you know, like work in there with the skills that I've developed in recruitment. I see that in there. I see a yoga class in there. I see maybe a a dinner in there, like a date in there. Right down the road, maybe I see like, 
taking my kid to his hockey game or his, you know, golf lesson or at three o'clock after school. Like I see that in there and see that that's not possible when I'm sitting by the fucking punch bowl (laughs) watching the girl I'm in love with dance with the other guy. (laughs) Man, dude. Like, there she is, man. There she is. The, The girl of my vision and She's hanging out with some other dude. <laughs> oh man, dancing. Yeah, I would pick a different girl. <laughs> I would give that one up. <laughs> I'd move. I'd, I'd move my. Uh, what I would do. This is kind of. This is <laughs> my approach. The thing is, like, I'm gonna go out there and be the hardest fucking dancer there is. <laughs> Literally, I'm gonna like. I'm gonna like. I'll dance the f- their faces off, dude. Like, she's going <laughs> to wish she would have asked me to dance, dude. <laughs> yeah. And then all I do is just, all I do is make a complete fool of myself. Right? Yeah. Jeez, like, you're really arrogant. <laughs> really? <laughs> I was just trying to impress you. Yeah, you're. that's arrogance. Yeah. <laughs> so, that's where I'm at, though. I mean, that's, that's like, honest and truthfully, like, where, where the biggest uh, points of... The friction are happening for me. Um, it's it's interesting to talk about. It's kind of funny too. No, I mean, I've it's this <laughs> this leveled me out, dude. Like, there's something to it. There's something to talking about this stuff. It's it helps clear the way to what I know to be true. You know, like back on the practice, just back on. You know, just present. Just we get to be here. Like, it's just nothing is as serious as my mind tries to make it. And like, it's, it's my mind tries to hold on to stuff and it thinks that it should have what it, what it wants all the time. And it's just bullshit. You're just present for what it is. Oh, I know. Grateful for the experience. And just like everything in life, it's going to work itself out. These things work themselves out. Always, always. The only the, the the worst thing you could do is start to try to work it out, like tamper with it. I could feel it during this episode. There's a there was a good stretch of it where I'm trying to work it out. Like I'm literally trying to work you out too. I'm trying to work you out. I'm trying to work me out. I'm trying know, to fix. I'm trying to find a solution. I want the answer. God damn it! But we don't need the answers. No, I just need to dance. Just to dance, yeah. Just to give and just to just to dance. Yeah, my yeah. And that's the other like that that uh that feeling about that feeling from standing on the standing by the punch bowl to getting on the dance floor. That's the fucking shit. That is the coolest feeling in life for me. What's that? Knowing you can go or No, like w- when I get there. When you get on the floor? Yeah, so like when I when I finally discovered that I could face life successfully. Right. Massive, massive deal for me. Massive deal. Yeah. I can, I know in every bone in my body that I can face life successfully. Yeah. I did not know that until then. 
there's a line in a book and it says face life successfully we re- we learned that we could face life successfully yeah huge huge deal cuz i never thought that i could face life and what we've been doing over the course of these episodes is like we're talking about life and we're talking about facing life like i'm not running from the situation i'm looking at it and i'm facing it i'm staring at it and facing it and facing it and i know that i can face life successfully today and that is the that is one of the greatest gifts that i think a human being can ever experience that you can face life it is okay you can face life mm. So regardless of what happens that is one of the that's one of the uh, aces in my pocket. I I keep that I keep that in my pocket. Yeah, I, and I always like to I like to that's I like to think like I know I can show up and I know I can take it on the chin. Like to me that's facing life. It's like there's been some shitty things, real shit shitty things. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know, so it's it's like at the end of the day, we just just show up. Right. But I mean if you think about it, I can face that stuff. Yeah. I can didn't, face that didn't stuff. Didn't know I could. Fact. I can face her leaving. I can face yeah. the job firing me. Yeah. I can face no money in the bank account. I can face not having anybody want to want to uh talk to me. Yep. Yeah. Right? I can face being broke, busted and disgusted. Yep. I can face anything that's thrown my way that's i had an interesting interview question one time they said how do you handle curveballs i said well approximately 10 years ago i couldn't hit the curveball i could only play fastballs i could only hit fastballs now today i can handle the curveball and life is just a bunch of curveballs I never could stand in there at the plate and hit the curve. Today I can hit the curve. And that's because of a lot of different things that have taken place, well, but it's, like It's a great analogy because if you wait, the curve recenters itself right where the bat's supposed to be every time. Shit. I never but I I couldn't hit the curve today and that that to me is the facing life successfully. That no matter what curveball's thrown my way, I can face it successfully and I can walk through it and I can survive and I can thrive and I can grow just like these plants are, right? Just like the trees are, just like the air is, just like the birds, just like every single thing that's living. They all can face life successfully. They can all face life and I can face life too. And so can you. Yes. And so can you. And so can you. So can Michael Caine. And Michael <laughs> Michael Caine. <laughs> All so right. We can put the poem in there too. Put the poem in. Oh, in the in the notes yeah, yeah, like and everything. Put the poem in the notes. Yeah, yeah. I'll then, copy paste it. And then do the. We got to put the. Howard, Hunter Thompson. Hunter S. Thompson. Yeah. Great yes. thing. So if you found this through the uh, if you found this through Spotify, SoundCloud, Apple Podcasts, hit the hit the show notes for these things to hit the website for them. You know what to do. I don't need to tell you what to do. You know what to do. I don't know why I told you what to do. Actually, don't do those things. <laughs> Matter of fact, 
I don't I don't even know why you're listening to us. <laughs> why are you here? But thank you. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you for it.